Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Patterson. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of aesthetic PA, expert injector, national trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen we are here to drop knowledge cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way welcome to through thick and skin podcast my name is Megan Patterson and I'm Aaron Jensen and we are on episode 18 all right yeah we are so excited guys I hope you've been enjoying the episodes so far and that you're sharing them with all your friends and loved ones getting them on the through thick and skin train yes I love it our uh, my patients come in tell me how much they love the podcast and I've gotten a lot of good podcast ideas so from them, from them. Yes. Okay, cool. I had my one patient today before I came out here. Uh, she was so cute. She told me she, her and her husband are going to celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary. She told me this was okay to share this too. Um, and she said, we need more topics on age skin. So, so I'm for the older population. Uh, yep. You got yep. it. So that is going to come up in a future podcast, but thank you guys for your support. If you see me as a patient, please tell me what you want to hear. I'd love to, to hear that. Yeah. We're open ears to all sorts of ideas. Mm-hmm. So Today, speaking of clients, uh, we are going to be talking about the secret to amazing client experience. I don't think you guys realize the information we are about to give you. Like we are giving you proprietary like hospitality information from this hospitality guru, Uh Megan Patterson. That's right. And I mean, people don't do people don't realize I literally have a bachelor's degree in recreation and leisure studies. You guys should actually stop right now. Pull up your Venmo app. Please Venmo Megan some money for this because <laughs> this is worth some money. Like this, this is a course. This, this is, is game changing to pretty much any businesses out there yeah. or anything in life too. like how you should like host a party, you know, experience guests in your home. Like mm-hmm. you can take tips from this topic applicable to lots of parts of your life. Yeah. I mean, I literally charge people hourly for the for the info I'm going to give you guys. You really do. But I spread I spread the wealth. I spread the knowledge because who doesn't want to have an amazing experience mm-hmm. like that was when I was in college. That was the one game changer for me. I went into to business just like any, you know, precocious young college student. Like I'm going to study business. That's it's a good foundation for anything you want to do. And then I had and then I was like, I really like hospitality. And then I had a professor, Dr. Tierney, who's who just changed the game. He's like leisure and recreation and experiential uh, treatment is vital to health and wellness. And I was like, what? And he was like, think about it. He's like, you need to a break. You need to relax for a healthy life. He's like, you can't work until you die. You have to go on vacation. Sometimes a vacation is three weeks in Italy. Other times it's a weekend at a lake where you're camping. And that like sealed the deal. I'll never forget. He looked like Ned Flanders too. So it was just like, whoa, like that's it. That's my major. And so my major has one of my degrees is in recreational leisure study because I love the art of experience. So but can we back up? Wasn't your original major to be like a music producer? Yes, it was. It was engineering and recording arts. And then I realized that it was not. I mean, I wanted to be Dr. Dre. Yes, I wanted to be Pharrell Williams. I wanted to be like a Timberland. I wanted to be a Dr. Dre and produce and make these like smash hits and just collect checks. But then when I took my first couple recording classes, I was like, wow, I've been in like a windowless studio for eight hours. I've all I've had today was Cheetos. 
And I was like, this isn't as fun as I thought it was. So I, you know, I still dabble in music in a different regard, but I'm not a producer. Um, so I, I keep music as a hobby. It's not my full fledged. But yeah, when it was, I was dabbling in recording arts and music production. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to move to hospitality. And I never looked back. And I, I love, love, love experience. Like I call it hospitality. But really, if you look at my work history, it is eclectic AF. Like, I've been a personal assistant to a really wealthy guy. I've been a travel manager for Steve Aoki. I've been, uh, you know, I was, a, I did leisure travel at American Express Centurion. Like I've, it's kind of been a weird forum, but bottom line, like it was all about experience. And you were into experiences before it was cool, before it was like a millennial thing. Oh I feel yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean, I was a travel blogger before a blog, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I, it's for me, like that's what I live for when we were, this is a prime example. When we were kids. Me, my sister, and my brother had a choice of one big Christmas present, okay? Aaron chose, I think, a bicycle. My brother chose, I think, a Game Boy. I chose a Southwest ticket to Sacramento, California. <laughs> a $49 ticket because I wanted to visit my friend, my best friend, Rachie. And I love experiences. Like, I will, I mean, I would love nice handbags and shoes as well, but I will, I my credit card debt is all from hotels and airlines. Mm -hmm. And so for me, my everyday is experience. I love a good experience. And so that's, I live it and breathe experience. And that's my te technically like my, my, my title at the treatment is I'm a director of client experience. So we want to share with you guys what our client experience looks like and why it was formulated and why working for American express for W hotels how does that translate into the medical aesthetic industry yeah because I've already shared with you this with you guys before but like when it approached me to work for her at a quote-unquote med spa I was like gross like that's so whack <laughs> I don't want to do that but I was also reaching the end of my rope at my at my job doing travel and I was like I need it's either Starbucks or working for my sister. Fuck it. I was like, I'll work for my sister. But I had the vision that you would kill it in our business. And it was the perfect thing an aesthetic center needed. Yes, because, you know, it's like the the med spa. And I don't I use that word for ease because everybody knows what a med spa is. And so they, they know what it looks like. It's very sterile. It's very white. There's, you know, a typical fake flower, crusty magazines. Just in my personal experience, and this is where we're going to lead into, like, how to make a great experience, is when Aaron asked me to create a client experience, I looked at the treatment and I was like, how would I want to be a client at the treatment? Like what in my personal experience have I gone through that I want to see at the treatment and what I don't want to see. Mm -hmm. So that's where the W comes into play. So I was um, a VIP insider. My first, I started as a VIP insider at the W hotel, which they had a position. I don't think it exists anymore where their job was to treat VIP clients. So like if a VIP client wanted a specific type of orange juice in their fridge, the VIP insider acquired the or orange juice. If the v if the, the person wanted a, a tub full of hot chocolate, we made that happen. Literally, if it wasn't illegal or immoral, we made that shit happen. Didn't you have to go on condom runs all the time? No, I made the bellboys do that. <laughs> Fuck that. I wasn't about to go grab condoms. Do people really call? Yeah, people call for like, you know, they would like a lady of the night. Do we have any connections? You know, prostitution's illegal in California. So no, I don't. Um, you know, people people were like, I. this was before Postmates. They were like, I really need a venti iced coffee. Yes, 
I'll go out and get you one, you know, and, and, or like, I need help zipping up my dress. Like we made, that's the beauty of it. That's, that's where I learned about experience was at the W hotel. That was my first job out of college. It was pretty trailblazing at the time in the mid two thousands because I mean, boutique hotels were not very new. So like the W was kind of like super revolutionary. Like they weren't a Marriott and they weren't a Hilton. So, um, the thing about the W hotel is that each, each hotel has like a scent, and so they used to burn this like mahogany candle at the W San Francisco where I worked. And it was like, I, to this day, like whenever I walk into the WSF and I get a whiff, I'm like transported. So when Aaron was asking me, you know, when you think of a medical office, what medical office have you been to has a, a candle No, it burning. smells like, you know, like a dentist office has a very specific smell. Yep. It smells like a chemical. It just smells like, mm-hmm. hopefully bleach if it's clean. Yeah. But yeah, so, you know, with, so I was like, Aaron, we need to burn a candle because I burn a candle at all times when I'm in my house. I also play music at all times in my Mm -hmm. house. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about senses. Like the, a very basic thing you can do is address all senses in hospitality. Mm -hmm. So why don't you kind of go over that? So first thing people experience when they walk into the treatment is a scent. Mm -hmm. So they walk in and they're like, wow, it smells so good in here, you know, and we, kind of played off the mint part of the treatment and mint is the color it's you know it, it's in our mint mask you know so I just knew and also mint or eucalyptus peppermint mint is a very it's pretty neutral mm-hmm. so it's not you know men enjoy it women enjoy it however you identify it's a very clean fairly neutral scent um, and so I said we got to burn a candle you know so like scent first thing so yes. you know sometimes you walk into a nail shop and it smells like food and it's a little bit of a turnoff so like in the beginning when it was just me and Aaron working and we'd have to eat lunch I'd get pissed because I was like it smells like 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 teriyaki chicken in here and if I was a client I wouldn't want to be walking in getting you know my stuff done smelling like teriyaki chicken so there was a rule implemented after like don't eat in the treatment yes you cannot eat hot food no no hot food. do you know we had a client one time bringing a full-on hot dog were you working that day no <laughs> okay so a <laughs> don't but listen to this a client comes in and leaves their child like 12 year old child in the waiting room with a full-on hot dog on a paper plate like from home like on a ballpark bun <laughs> with ketchup and relish the girl goes, the mom goes in and gets her treatment done and the teenagers are sitting on the couch and there's a fucking hot dog on a paper plate. And so the whole office and it was like an hour long encounter. Yeah. Hot dogs smell just for like a long staring time. at this hot dog. I didn't think it was Melanie and Melanie's like, <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah. But yes. Um, so I think that's the only time a, a patient has brought in. Yeah. Something too stinky. Yeah, so a lot of clients are like, I just inhaled my food in my car because I didn't want to pass out, which I totally get. Yeah. But that's the other thing. So also in the beginning, speaking of food, I have been in some situations, some appointments where I am dying of starvation. I feel lightheaded, but I don't want to be late because I'm courteous. So I don't get food beforehand. And I just power through the appointment thinking like, I will get through this. I'll get food later. So in the beginning, we had like little nut snacks, like Mm -hmm. little bags of, you know, like just, you know, 100 calorie packs of nuts or fruit, dried fruit or anything like that, because it makes a difference. It takes the edge off. Um, People are very appreciative because we have a lot of uh, long drive clients that come in from Vegas, 
Fresno. So they do. They take that three to five hour drive to come see us. Yeah. So they really, really appreciated that. Yeah. Or girls that, you know, come from the West Side and mm-hmm. they had more traffic than they expected and they're starving. So it's like, I get it. Like, if you ever come to the treatment and you're hungry and you want a snack, just say that. Mm-hmm. Like, we got a granola bar yeah. for you at least, you know, if not a, a little mandarin orange. So um, that is something. And also that is a W thing. Like the W would have a plate of green apples. Like that was kind of like their signature. So you check in, you get a whiff of the the mahogany candle. That's very sexy. It was very exotic. It was very moody. Then you would be asked if you would like uh, a green apple. There was also water. So if the line was long checking in, you'd grab a water. During wintertime, they had this incredibly decadent hot chocolate that I think was just made with like straight cream and chocolate that us employees would drink and we'd get in trouble drinking and it had a little orange essence to it so like it had like orange oil chocolate and, and cream so like when you walk into the w you know the it's moody it's sexy so you're looking at really sexy stuff you're looking at like low lighting um you can see the bar you're getting a whiff of this sexy candle you're having an apple so you're not super starving so those are things that i took to the treatment so when you walk into the treatment you smell some form of eucalyptus. If you're in Newport, we have a Newport candle that's specific to the Newport location. We also have a Claremont candle that's specific to Claremont. And we burn that at all times. Mm -hmm. So it's like permeated in the air. Um, We also sell those candles too. If you're interested, we sell them online. And so like, yeah, you sit down. So you, okay, so you sit down. What are you looking at when you sit down? Are you looking at unfinished chipped paint? Is, Is a whole bunch of cords exposed? Is the plant dead or are you looking at an orchid with no flowers mm-hmm. on it? Is the magazine expired a year ago? Yeah. With like, the front cover ripped off? Is it a relevant magazine? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know, like all those things. So when it was just in the beginning, me and Aaron, I would, I would literally like sit in the couch and be like, can I see a cord when I'm sitting in this part of the room? Like, are all the labels turned around? Are the plants nice? Like, I'm so obsessive to detail, it almost, like, bothers Aaron, I think, or some other client, like, other employees. Like, prime example. A, uh, an empl- a client had put up a story of themselves in the treatment room. And she, like, took a selfie, like, here for Botox. And in the background, I saw that one of our mannequin heads was missing a, a, a bluestone sunshield, a visor. And I screenshotted it and I sent it to somebody at the Claremont location. I said, what's this all about? And it wasn't in a rude way. I was like, hey, can you replace the visor? And I was working from home. And the employee was like, what are you talking about? How do you know that? And I'm like, because I am watching everything. I am on a level of obsession with detail where it's, I bother you. It's annoying where you guys are like, take it easy, Megan. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, but I think at our company now, we instill those values with our employees. You know, I don't think you're probably the most obsessive at our company, which isn't a bad thing. I, our girls have learned to be more obsessive because yeah. it just takes a little bit of training too. Yeah. It's just, it's not innate. Let's put it that way. It's mm-hmm. not, it, it doesn't, most people would not think twice that, that that mannequin head was missing a visor. But for me, I'm like on that vi- on that head could have been a visor and a color that nobody had seen before that they want to buy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or also just finishes the look. Like for me, I'll never forget like sloppiness, like chipped nails on an interview done if i'm interviewing you and you have chipped fingernails just pack up and go because that is a level of detail that if i mean and i'm not saying you should have your nails done take the polish off yeah yeah. you know what i mean so um with where you're sitting what you're looking at making and it doesn't mean you have to have a lot of money to make a space look good is it neat Mm -hmm. is it orderly is there a scuff on the wall get out a clean a mr clean eraser Mm -hmm. and wipe it down 
You know what I mean? If you have a if if you have a stain on your couch, rent a cleaner and just steam it. You know what I mean? So, um, and, but you should also be from the perspective of the client too. Mm-hmm. Like, do you ever sit in your exam chairs? Do you sit in the waiting room? Because what is that patient seeing? It's not coming from the perspective. Of, if you're a provider sitting in the back office all the time, do you know what a patient is looking at when they're sitting in the waiting room? So mm-hmm. make sure you're looking at your office from all angles too. Yeah. What does your parking lot look like? Yeah. Is there a trash outside? Are your plants groomed? Like you need to think about the whole experience from start to finish. Yeah. Where aesthetically it's very pleasing. Yes. You know, like the whole kit and caboodle like it just looks good and like i said it doesn't take a lot of money to have something look good it's, it takes effort mm-hmm. to pay attention also to train the employees that if they see a scuff on the wall don't just bypass it get a, get an eraser out everybody you know is autonomous enough to like clean a little wall here or there like i was doing it i was doing in the beginning i was doing a lot of stuff that people in my position would be like that's beneath you mm-hmm. let the other employees do it but i'm not gonna let a rolling tumble tumbling piece of trash in the parking lot sit there. I'm going to throw it away, you know? So, um, you know, I really just took all of my own personal experiences in life that I thought of that were mind blowing and game changing and brought that to the treatment. So for example, for me, and I'll ask yours, Aaron, uh, Mandarin Oriental spa in Las Vegas, second to none, best spa experience of my life. Like you walk in and you immediately feel at ease at the check-in. The girl checking you in is lovely. The pen that you use to sign your name is on a padded leather bound thingy. So like even signing my name to hundreds of dollars, I was like, yes, you know, like the the slippers they gave me, the robe that they gave me, the scent that they gave me, the waiting room that, that, I, that I sat in, the tea that I drank while I was, they also gave me a little snack cup of nuts before I went into a massage because you don't want to be hungry going into a massage. Mm-hmm. You just feel awkward. Um, Do you think they're open next week? Asking for a friend? Uh, no. I've already looked into it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the manner. So that is my experience on a on a that's similar to aesthetic medicine, right? Mm-hmm. Like because you you're going to be treated, you're going to be in a private room with the practitioner that hopefully makes you feel relaxed. But on a lower scale, like Chick Fil A, you know, like I love the experience at Chick Fil A. I love how they are nice to me, how they're curious, cur- courteous, they're quick, they're efficient, they give me sauce extra mm-hmm. extra sauce if i want it so and they have fresh flowers on their in-room dining tables yeah my pleasure my pleasure so what's your what's been your experience like a, a really awesome experience that you like to translate into i love spas too i mean i think it, it is a similar industry but when i go t- into a subpar spa and i just paid 300 dollars for a massage it's very very disappointing it's a bummer so i translate that into our industry because people pay a lot of money mm-hmm. to have our experience and they're in my opinion they shouldn't just be paying for what kind of results they're going to get i mean that is number one importance mm-hmm. but it's how you were treated how do you feel how was the ease of the experience um and so i mean i think i definitely look to to spas too i love ojai valley in spa have you been to that spa? Mm-mm. It's so great. It has it's it's this Spanish feel. It has this cave like feel feel where it's underground. Um, it's just every same thing. Smells good. It's cold because just the stone is cold inside. It, just, it it it's great. I love the Montage Spa. I think they just have really good massage therapists at the mas- uh, Montage Laguna. But same thing. It's everything from start to finish. Is everything run efficiently? Do they know you're coming? Do they know your name? Do they know your preferences? Mm-hmm. Was it easy to book an appointment with them? Do they have online booking? So those are all things that I'm looking at because, I mean, I think you guys have learned this from this podcast. We are so efficient and 
it, it, I mean, maybe it's something negative, but whenever I have a hiccup in life where something isn't as efficient as it should be, it gets really irritating to mm-hmm. me. Like if a, a web page won't load, if my credit card isn't saved, I mean, all those little things make a huge difference. Yeah. I just had a patient really recently that, you know, sees another office sometimes, but they came to see us because we were open and they said, you know, I really, you know, love the service. I get this other office, but your online booking system is so simple and I can book any time of the night and I might come here just for that. Not for me, but because of the online booking. So you really mm-hmm. don't know why someone is going to choose your office or why they are not going to come back to your office either. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be they waited a long time or the front desk girl was kind of snatchy. You, I mean, you have to look at the whole experience from start to finish. Yeah. From start to f- and, and we'll, we'll continue on. I'm, I'm kind of looking at it as like what happens when you first walk into the door, Yes, you know, and this is during normal times. This isn't COVID time. So this is like in a normal arena when you don't have to, you know, stand and wait and not touch shit. But mm-hmm. like, so you're sitting down and you kind of had a long night the night before. You're like, ooh, I'm feeling I, a little hungover. I will tell you what I've done. Um, so we have, I ha- I've had it where, you know, say a, I've had a husband and wife or friends come in. Everybody is hungover on Saturday morning when I see my Saturday mor- morning patients. Everyone's looking like a hot mess. But what I do to offer them is I will say, hey, while you're waiting, while your numbing cream is waiting for on your lips, let me put on this treatment. Let me. I have some complimentary eye masks I'm going to put on you. It costs me, it doesn't cost me a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I get my cold roller balls out. Takes me two minutes to do, or I can have my medical assistant do it. I put it on their eyes. I put little gel patches on their eyes, and I let it sit there while I'm injecting their lips. Yeah. People appreciate that so much. And it costs you nothing. It costs me nothing. But the thing is, is what people can't afford is the thought and consideration. A lot of times people just don't even think. And that's the difference is that people like think, oh, that's a lot of work, or that's going to add up in the long run. Girl, you will make up for it. I promise Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. because they will walk out being like, oh my gosh, she put on this free little eye gel on me. I'm going to group text all my girls right now and let them know. And then guess what? Out of those six girls, Mm -hmm. she group texted three of them coming together the next weekend. Yeah. You know, that's how I make pretty much all of my business decisions. It's not what is going to make me more money. It's how can I make this experience better? So during our COVID time, we had did a little refresher on the skin boutique. Our skin boutique just opened two years ago, but I thought we needed new wallpaper. I felt like our wallpaper in our bathroom was stale. I wanted new paint. I wanted some chairs replaced. Not because that was the most financially smart thing to do was to spend money during a COVID shutdown, but it's because we had that opportunity to do that, to make the experience better for the client. Like yeah. that's where my mind goes all the time how can I make this better and it does in turn people spend more money they're more loyal to you because you thought about them first not about your pocket Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely I think that people um yeah they're kind of taught like how do you upsell how you how you like add um how do you add an extra treatment how do you say like you know you're going to get waxed like this happened to me I was getting my um my lip wax or something she's like you want to do your nose hairs too and your chin and your sideburns I was like uh I guess I'll do my nose hairs because I'd never done it before. And I was like, damn, I just got like, it was like, she just did it so quickly. And I'm like, they teach you how to do that. Mm -hmm. Where like for us, we want to know that your experience at the treatment was so amazing that like we add these little touches that most other like business consultants are like, don't do that. That's going to be a lot of money. Like having an espresso machine in the lobby. Girl, you don't need to be doing that. You need to just put some Nescafe instant coffee in a hot water pot. That's all they need and get some styrofoam cups. You know, like you're at a bank, you know, the same place that 
ugh, like that that uses sweet and low you know like it, it i can just see those pink sweet and low packets those little red straws and styrofoam cup from a coffee maker with coffee that was made at 6 a.m and it's 3 p.m like that shit's disgusting you know so we also have like on our little beverage cart like we have flat water we have sparkling water in the back if you prefer that because I personally mostly only drink sparkling water and we can make you a fresh espresso. And people might think those that espresso is expensive. It takes time. It really doesn't. And if you if you find an employee that's like, Ugh, then get rid of them. When they If you find an employee that's like, I have to make a coffee for them too, you did not hire correctly and you need to hire all over again. So before we get into talking about an, an experience with your employees, like mm-hmm. how your employees create the experience, just to finish up like the check-in process, you're, so you're seated, it smells good, it looks nice, you got a coffee in you to get you a little caffeine boost, you got a snack so you're not shaking, then you, you get into the private room and you see your esthetician or your PA, PA and that's amazing. So you could have all that good stuff in the beginning, but then, you know, the person you hired is, doesn't do a good job. It's moot. It's mm-hmm. not even worth it. Like, so you have to make sure you hire correctly. You hire amazing people um, and take your time to do so. Don't just hire in a rush. No. And you should look outside of the medical industry to hire employees. Mm-hmm. Don't just hire the office manager that worked down the street at the other medical practice. Because this is why you hire that lady who'd been working at Dr. So-and-so's for 10 years as an office, a medical office, they're going to be the first ones that come in and say, it's always been like this. Mm -hmm. What do you, I I, I never call people back same day. Are you kidding me? Because then the client gets used to us getting, calling them back so quickly. No, I never come back to lunch on time because the doctors never come back to lunch on time. I walk into my um, office at nine Oh five with my Starbucks when the first appointment was at nine o'clock. I've I've personally experienced that. I've talked about that where just like, (laughs) You know, so and I'm not to say that you can't go from office because we've yes. we've hired girls that that were in other aesthetic med- medical offices. But be have a broad mind, you know. Yeah. Who was that really nice person at Chick Fil A checking you in? You know, think yeah, about exactly. that. Like, do they have a nice personality? Do are do they speak eloquently? Can they make that human connection? You can teach anyone how to answer a phone and check someone into your booking system, mm-hmm. but do they have the personality and that human connection? Because mm-hmm. this industry, you have to like people it is a people industry you have to talk to people you have to engage with people you have to take the good the bad and the ugly you just have to be comfortable with that you really do and find someone who is yeah so kind of leading in yeah i kind of wanted to touch on that too about the employees so like you have to hire correctly Mm -hmm. don't ever hire because you're desperate don't hire just to get an ass in the chair to get coverage um don't don't like I, i just can't say that enough like we have been so fortunate in that the people that work at the treatment are just really amazing. And they, they, they like each person has their own special little trait mm-hmm. or, or thing about them that makes people want to come back and see them. But like if your employee is unhappy, that is not going to translate to bubbly, personable, Mm-mm. anticipatory service. No. Like if you have a cranky ass front desk girl, she's going to be cranky to the people who check in. Like, if your front desk girl is always in a perpetual mood like they got dumped or their cat died, they're never going to go above and beyond for a client mm-hmm. who is hungover, thirsty, and hungry. Yeah, They're going to say, tough shit, you should have gone to Del Taco before you came here. I'm not going to help you with that. No, Melanie is going to say, girl, what do you need right now? Mm-hmm. You want a snack? You want a coffee? I have soy milk, almond milk, half and half. Are you keto? I got full cream. If you're on a keto diet, that's the other thing. We have creamers that are non-dairy that are full fat like for whatever you need Mm -hmm. because 
I go like say I'm like really desperate and I need a cup of coffee and all I have is powdered creamer. Powdered creamer is just dried sugar. It's so gross. It's it's a white dried sugar that that tints your coffee. So, you know, real cream, real liquid is important in my coffee. Let me give you a hiring secret that I use to hire. Everyone listen up. Write this down. Mm-hmm. I find people that I like and create positions for them. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be in a month. But I actually have an Excel spreadsheet of, it, I think it's titled, Your hit pe- list. People Who Do Shit That I Like. It could be everyone. I've, I have one patient on there or one person I know who's a harpist and I haven't used her yet, but I'm like, this is so cool that I know someone. That's who's a very harpist. specific hobby. So like how many harpists do you know? She probably knows you're on her hit list. I love her. Yeah. And, I, and I was telling her, I will use you one day. So it's that type of person like, wow, this person, they are a web designer and I really like their energy or this person is really good at marketing and I like their energy. So I have them on a list and when those job positions come up, like, shoot, I need someone. Or I had this really enthusiastic college student who's interested in becoming a PA. They are on my list, on my radar, and I'm going to reach out to them before I ever put a Craigslist ad up. Yeah. So make sure you're networking and find those connections. Yeah, absolutely. Ask around too. I mean, yeah, you will not find your dream job on Craigslist or your dream candidate. Like it's just, it's just the way it's just the way it is these days. Minus, you know, our girl Vanessa on the last episode did have some Craigslist luck, but that was about that 12 was years ago. Exactly. <laughs> That's when Craigslist was popping and, and safe. Craigslist. Yeah. It's, it's a different game these days. So, um, you know, also remember that. Okay. So I keep going back to the check-in experience, but music sounds. Yes. Um, I have, I'm also, a a music consultant as well so that's one of my side hustles in addition to the treatment is that if you want help with music I you can pay me to help you uh just email me megan at getthetreatment.com um and I can help you if you need help with your music and it doesn't have to be at, at med spas it could be anywhere I do all sorts of mm-hmm. businesses but music is crucial yeah number one do not have an unpaid pandora as your track you're so bitter about that experience i'm sorry I was, she was somewhere were you at a doctor's office and they I, had it playing no i was doing a training i was doing a, a training for one of the injectable companies and i'm about to show this girl how to like inject a cheek with filler and then i hear an ad come on it's like welcome to dollar shave club where you can and i want to be like you know what that tells you about your brand you will not pay 3.99 a month for paid pandora so what kind of corners are you cutting for me for my filler yeah like you don't think it's as blatant as that but it's subconscious that that's what people are going to think like you can't afford to pay this and not only that but the lack of attention yes the lack of detail i mean i'm 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 cursed i'm cursed like i'll be in a restaurant i was having a, i said this before i was at a very mm-hmm. sexy restaurant in, in silver lake beautiful french restaurant and they were playing like kesha and just like sean mendez and i was like are you kidding me i am eating the most beautiful steak with frites a wonderful, wonderful, you know, like uh, just a beautiful experience with my girlfriend, you know, eating fucking creme brulee. And it's like Sean Mendez. It's like what the cooks are playing in the back that are blasting in, in the main room. And I was like, this killed my boner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My my proverbial boner <laughs> that I'm trying to enjoy while I'm having this experience. So um, music is definitely and, and I cross all genres. That's why I'm that's why people pay me because I'm not a robot. I'm not an algorithm. Mm-hmm. So we don't play stations. No, we don't play the Alabama Shakes station. When I walk into one of the stores and somebody one of our employees puts it on, 
I turn it off. If I hear a Taylor Swift song playing, I look. I'm like, this is not on any of Megan's playlists. No, like, who turned on the wrong I don't playlist? Play any Taylor Swift. So one. Megan does curate actually ten hours of music for us every month. That's on rotation. Yeah. And we get so many compliments. Everyone loves your music. Yeah. So I, and what I play in the Newport office is a little different than what yep. I play in the Claremont and the facial bar offices. So it's bespoke, it's tailored and it's algorithm free. It's robot free. It's humanized. So I take into consideration. There's a really, really, you know, dope, like Colombian R&B artist who has a really yummy, awesome new summer song out. That's going to play next to Sade. You would never hear Sade and Caliucci's on the same station. Like that just doesn't exist. And that's the human touch. So that's what I bring. Can I, t- as perfect as Megan is, she does slip up sometimes. Um, can we talk about the song you put on the last playlist? Oh. <laughs> so there is a total time shift. There is this song that would come on and we, Melanie knew in the office, like when this song came on, like just forward it. We never deleted it because yeah. we, we could not like touch Megan's pristine playlist, but it was, well, ha- you'll have to like play it on one of our um, posts, but it would go like break the egg. Break the egg, shake the egg, shake the egg. I'm like, what the fuck is this song? Sometimes you guys need to pick it up and you need some like energized. You did that slipped in. You didn't even know what the song was. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been on a, on a day I just over But we it. know like our music is so curated that I, we just know like that's not supposed to be there. Like something and, about that isn't supposed to be there. And the speakers that we use. Yes. Um. So we have speakers in every single exam room because also, you know, you might. You might, you know, you want to cover up some, some noises. You know, people are talking about personal stuff in one room. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're just sitting there waiting for something, you don't want to hear like Muzak, like in the background or people put on like coast radio yeah. and just let it play in the and background. And when you are injecting, I mean, I, I do chat it up when I'm injecting, but sometimes I'm in this level of concentration where there is silence and it is, I think it's a little awkward when it's totally silent in the room. I'm silent. The patient people want to people want to talk when it's dead silent. But when you have music on, yes, people just shut their mouths and just kind of like get into the zone. Yes. So, so music very important. Music, music, music is super important. Um, and then also um, just like you're kind of touched upon technology. So, you know, remember back in the day when you like wanted to make a hair appointment, you had to call and get on a book that was like a physical book where they penciled you in with a literal pencil. Um, and then you totally forgot what it was and then you have to call them back. Like, so we use a booking system that you could do online from your phone, from a laptop. Um, you can sign in, book it, choose your services. They text you immediately to confirm. They text you the day before to remind you. Um, it's incredible. I mean, it makes such a difference. So it might hit you in the middle of the night, like, oh, I need to touch up on my Botox. You book it in the middle of the night. And then you could add it to your calendar because we also send you an email. So that is just something that we've taken from other industries inefficiencies. And if you are a company looking to implement that, it is not that expensive. It takes a little bit of work on the back end for you to build it. But it is something that every nail shop, every hair salon, I think every massage therapist, therapist. Reiki. I mean, if you guys want to know our booking system, reach out to us directly and we will refer Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. to what we use. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay, so the technology, uh, and then... But also, speaking of that technology, we use a system that, you know, just makes checkout really seamless. We try to help you with any rewards program that you might uh, have banked points with or purchase certificates with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think just thinking about the checkout ways, too, making sure that technology is not antiquated. Yeah, so checkout, we've gotten it down to a science where it's super efficient. We use Apple Pay. Uh, we use we accept all credit cards. We have people who know what they're doing. So, you know, like we also when we're checking you out, like, do you want to rebook? You know, things that they teach you in like 
you know, like client 101, like ask them to rebook every time they're checking out. Sure. But a lot of times people are like, my husband's waiting in the car. I'll just book online. Mm -hmm. Cool. No problem. Um, so we, we want to make it really easy for people to get in on the books, do it when they forget. Cause I'm like the queen of calendaring. So I love that I get a little reminder when I book with the treatment. Also in this booking system, it shows a history of what they purchased. It shows, uh, you know what they've done in the past. So people call up and be like, what did Aaron put in my, um, in my chin last time? Can you check for me? Oh snap. And it, we, sh we show it. So technology on the back end also it makes it very efficient. So we're as paperless as possible. Mm -hmm. So what Aaron even uses for charting is all iPad and electronic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay talking about that. So we use a program called Dr. Chrono for our electronic medical records. It's great. I'm able to make notes about the patients, have it, you know, on demand. I can access the charts on my phone if I'm at home and I need to. It's all HIPAA compliant. I mean, so making sure you have a very technology savvy system is really important. Mm -hmm. We also use Slack as a communication system. I could not live without Slack. I think it is so it just is so easy. Mm -hmm. um, we are able to talk to people in real time. We are before someone leaves the room, the checkout desk has information for what was done to them. So they're not waiting up front awkwardly. Yeah. Cause you know, it's so awkward Ugh. when like you just got your lips done and you have an ice pack on your mouth and you come out and you run into like <laughs> your ex-boyfriend's new wife and you're like, Oh shit. What's up? Uh, that has ha really happened. It before. has, but luckily th th it's been all love because they, they're like amicable exes or something. <laughs> but, um, we, we want to get you out as soon as possible. We get yes. it. Like you might look a little, you know, compromised or whatever. So we want to get you out. Also noted, um, that we, you had said something about whenever you mentioned Dr. Chrono, um, it's just we know in and out like how these things. Oh, I want to talk about like checking in back in the day when we had you fill out paper. Yeah, intake. I was paper charts. Sorry about that, you guys. In the beginning, that yeah, was in the a beginning it was like because I mean I've gone to I mean I've gotten like my colon cleansed or something and right and I like check in and they have me fill out one sided seven pages on paper with like double spaces. 14 font in Times New Roman with like <laughs> one inch margins. And I'm like, you guys realize you took a seven page document that could have been on a one page, wasted mm -hmm. all this paper, wasted all my time. You're asking me the same information on page one that you're getting on page eight. It just, it was so inefficient. So like if you're a new client, we have an iPad check-in. Mm -hmm. Boom. It's all, it's like super efficient. Also, it's going to save us using paper. Yep. Um, so, you know, um, also remember that people are, Everybody's a reviewer. Everybody who comes into your place is, is uh, they might not notice that that visor is missing from the ma mannequin, but they will be taking secret pictures. So if you have a dead plant, that will be on the internet. Yes. If you are out of soap, that will be on the internet. If your paper towels are in a wad wet in the corner, that will be on the internet. Like, you have to make sure your shit is so tip top that you would be 100% confident if somebody took a picture of it and put it on the internet mm -hmm. because they will and they will take it in harsh lighting, merciless lighting, and it will not be the best angle. And that will end up on some sort of review site, whether it's Google or Yelp, and be prepared for that. Mm -hmm. so and even if it's a good review, they could still put up not the best picture mm -hmm. and that still doesn't tra translate as well. Yeah. So make sure to... Have everything super duper tight. Also, you might not see it. So have a friend or mm -hmm. if you have a business, say you have a waxing business, you know, have a friend come through with a fresh set of eyes. Have a friend that's in marketing or a friend that's in hospitality or just any friend in general that's really obsessive to detail and say, like, how was it for you? Like, give me an unbiased, 100 percent honest review. Like, 
Was it easy to book? Was it kind of like a secret shopper? We do that with our new providers and estheticians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, yeah. I will send in usually like my sister-in-law or a friend and just to have them get a facial and just like how they do. Let me know. Yeah. And it's really nice, honest fe- feedback because the esthetician or whoever it is doesn't know who that person is. Yeah. So always remember that, you know, if your bathroom looks like shit, that will be the first thing that's up and noticeable on the uh on the, on the website, on the mm-hmm. review, you know? So just really take into consideration. Go above and beyond. Think of the ways you can make things a more luxe experience. So, you know, if you could have cloth towels, use them. It's mm-hmm. a little more, you know, you got to wash them and things like that, but that's super critical. Um, If you could have, like, a station, whether it's, like, a sunscreen station or a hand lotion station, like, if you could have a nice plant. Plants are not expensive. Yes. Um, we have plants all over the office, you know, I think that people, it it adds like another dimension to the space. Um, and it's a great talking point, you know, like our fiddle fig tree in the office, plant Trisha is thriving. She's living her best life. I went every day and opened the windows for plant Trisha during During, COVID Yeah, to make sure she got enough sunlight. Yeah. And she's, I was worried about her. She's growing fine. You know, I think she's missing the energy. She was missing the energy of people talking. I think plants really like music and and talking. Mm -hmm. So make sure to have plants close by. Um, and then also, you know, remember that like it, it does not take much. So if you're thinking like, if you're about to start your own business, say you're like an up and coming esthetician and you're like, man, this sounds like a lot of money, like plants and mouthwash and pictures and this and that. It's like, no baby girl, you can get creative. You know what I mean? Like as long as it looks clean, neat and orderly, that's most important. Mm -hmm. And there's little ways you could add that too. So remember, just do a check, just do a checklist. Like how does it smell? How does it look? How does it feel? Are the chairs comfortable? Is there enough place to sit, enough places to sit? Is there water they could drink, whether it's flat, you know, if it's, is it cold? Is there sparkling? Is there a juice? Is there a snack? Music also really Mm -hmm. important. If you need help with music, email me and you can hire me. Um, (laughs) So, and I think just at the end of the day, like treat people the way you want to be treated Mm -hmm. for an amazing client experience. You have to have that human connection. I mean, at the end of every visit, I always thank the patient for coming in to see me. I was like, thank mm-hmm. you so much for coming Never in. take that for granted. No. Never take a client for granted. Like in the beginning when it was just me and Aaron, I was so excited that people were coming. I was like, you know what? Thank you so much. And they're like, okay, cool. Thank you. I'm like, no, but really, like, I don't think you realize, like, you just helped put money investment into this family run organization where two, si- and they're like, cool, I get it. Thank you. I'm like, no, you <laughs> don't I understand. You. Like, I appreciate you so much. Like, what do you need? Where it's like, you know, you have to appreciate, like, people could go anywhere, and mm-hmm. you never want to take that for granted. You no. never want to think, like, oh, I'll get another client. Nah. Like, we had one client in the beginning. She worked at Chipotle or something, and she saved her tips for weeks, months to get a treatment that might have been a lower-cost treatment on Aaron's end. You know, like, she, you know, like, there's some clients that spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, and this one client worked fast food and she really wanted this treatment like let's say it was like botox in her upper lip because her gummy smile caused uh you know it it she was concerned about the gummy smile mm-hmm. botox for a gummy smile is not that expensive it's not an expensive treatment but she had saved and she was so excited like you better believe that she's going to get the red carpet treatment just as much as the woman the older woman who has her husband's amex mm-hmm. and can drop thousands because regardless, both of them are spending money. Yes. This girl who saved up her money, like that really touches me. Like she wanted this treatment. She put aside her tips to make it happen. And when she shares that with us, we're like, thank you so much. 
she's going to get a thank you just as much as the woman Mm -hmm. who dropped all that dough. And if you are starting off and don't have a big client list, write your clients thank you cards. Yeah. Send them an email. Send them a little thank you. You know, I mean, we do this too. If it's someone near someone's birthday or, you know, they've really shouted us out on um, uh, social media, on Instagram. Actually, someone, one of our clients used our uh, gifts for the first time. So I sent her a little package just because like we appreciate you. And you appreciate us. We're going to appreciate you back. And we're going to show that love. Yeah, And some people might think that takes too much time. That takes too much money. A, a stationary, you could buy at Target for $9.99, a 10-pack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, think about when the last time you got a handwritten letter, handwritten note, and how significant that was. It's kind of like the art of etiquette, right? Yes. So, like, you make somebody feel welcome. You make them feel special. So, if you think about the last time you had a really shitty experience, whether it was at a hair shop, a nail shop, a tanning salon, whatever. Look at that. What happened? Like, where did it go wrong? Was it because the girl had a nasty attitude when checking you in? Is it because you went to the bathroom and they were out of soap and hand mm-hmm. towels? Is it because you were hungry and, and you know, like, like, think about that. And then that's how you could make the best experience. And if you don't have a business that's beauty related, that's fine. If you're a real estate agent, you could write a thank you letter as a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. If you're a... babysitter you're you're a friend yeah exactly you know treat this just experience in your life you know like thank someone in your life for being there for you or write them a thank you card i mean you can Mm -hmm. do this and it just makes you know all relationships better yeah like little treats that you can make somebody feel special because i i know somebody said it and it's a really famous quote but nobody will remember what you said they will always remember how you made them feel so for us we definitely treat clients the way we would want to be treated mm-hmm. i mean i in the beginning i had some really bad days you know like if i got dumped or something and i was like crying in my car and i come into the office like i'm not going to be nasty to the client and it, like it's not her fault i got dumped you know, and like I'm say I'm a bitch to her because I got my feelings hurt. And then she's like, wow, what a like ew!" And she never wants to come back. Instead, I would like turn it up. Like whenever I was like dumped, I would turn it up and be like, how have you been? What do you need, girl? Do you want me to check something for you? And then I'd go cry in the closet. Mm-hmm. And then I would come back out and be like, what can I do for you? Like you cannot let your personal life when it's going shitty no. translate into your business. But it also I mean, call it a distraction or you know, being addicted to work or something, it makes you feel better. Like when someone's happy around you and you're not in the best mood mm-hmm. for that few minutes, you can kind of distract yourself and be yeah. like, you know, like as long as you can appreciate someone else's joy, like, oh, they're having a good day. They're really excited to hear here to get their lips. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just kind of like it distracts yourself from that bad day. So you have to be able to compartmentalize your life and your work. Yeah. Never bring that into, I mean, even if you have to like go like go outside slap yourself a little bit you know do whatever it takes but do not bring your nasty attitude in like these people are coming to put money in your pocket Mm -hmm. and you have no idea how far they came from how much how how long they've been saving how much courage it took for them to do something for themselves like you just have no idea yeah so please 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 make sure to make every client feel like a vip Mm -hmm. um and so you know like I, I like I, I said, if you want to kind of cover kind of like to round up the 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 episode experience, mm-hmm. client experience is something that cannot be taken back. You can't replace it. You can't change it. You never know who's coming in. You don't know who they are. Um, they could be super important and powerful. Uh, they could be, you know, just a, a girl who's been stacking cash for a very minimal treatment. Um, but think about all the senses, smell, taste, touch, feel, efficiency. That's Love another it. sense I Love just made. Um, how easy is it for them to get in there? Mm-hmm. And then the most, I mean, because it's obvious, hire good people who do good work. Like that's yes. a no brainer. 
But like, how can you make it special before and after? Before mm-hmm. and after they're getting their treatment. So if you're a hair girl, you know, like, how could you, can you maybe get some samples from a shampoo rep, mm-hmm. you know, and like create a little goodie bag? Or maybe you can make some cookies, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe if you, like, if you get some free stuff from any sort of reps, like, can you pass it on to your clients? Yeah. And uh, you notice what we haven't talked about is the actual, like, injections or esthetician service. These experiences go much beyond that. So yeah. it's obvious you have to provide that a very extremely good service there, but mm-hmm. there is so much more that goes into it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, we don't even have to go into, like, make sure they give a good facial. Duh. Yeah. Like, no shit. But all these other things almost matter more to a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So check the, you know, check the, the your cabinets. Are there scuffs? Are there scratches? Take a look. Like, do you need some new paint? Do you have to clean the upholstery? Um, you know, are there scuffs? Use a magic eraser. Mm-hmm. Um, just bottom line cleanliness. How does it look? Hang up a picture. Um, you know, if you are on a budget and you can't find some artwork, you know, there's maybe ask some friends and family if they have anything lying around. Get a little plant. There, there are very inexpensive ways to make an experience a tremendous one. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just think about it. Put yourself in the other person's position. Also, think about the last time you had a really incredible experience. Mm-hmm. Look at that. What made it so incredible? Whether it was at a restaurant, a hotel, a nail shop, a pet store, mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, exactly. What was the, or, or if you had like a, your real estate agent was amazing. Why were they so amazing? Is it because they called you back right away? Is it because they answered your emails quickly? Is it because they made the escrow process super easy? Like translate that into your business, even if you aren't in, you know, beauty mm-hmm. or anything like that. So, yeah. so like I said, if you guys want, you know, and if you guys have an existing business that you need help with, um, just email me, Megan at getthetreatment.com. I do consulting on the side. So um, I'm more than happy to talk to you guys if you need some help with that. Um, but make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. We release every Thursday. And uh, also share this with your friends. If you have any friends who are in business, who are entrepreneurs, we love helping fellow entrepreneurs, need some help. How do they want to set their business apart from the rest? Make sure it starts with the client experience. Mm-hmm. Number one. Good tips, Megan. Good episode. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs>